0: Welcome to AZPM News Daily, a recap of all the day's coverage from Arizona Public Media. Timely News, on your time, I'm Steve Jess. Coming up today, COVID admissions are up in Arizona, while some childhood vaccinations are down. Bisbee will finally get its City Hall back. And the boarding line isn't the only line you'll see at Sky Harbor this holiday. There's also that picket line. But first... The number of Arizonans admitted to the hospital recently for COVID-19 is about 30% lower than it was at this time last year. That's according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Its latest report also indicates cases are on the rise in the state. The Arizona Department of Health Services says Arizonans should take precautions with Thanksgiving and other holiday gatherings on tap for the weekend. And the department notes anyone can order free COVID-19 tests online, at covidtests.gov. Infant mortality in Arizona jumped 11% from 2021 to 2022. That's according to the annual Arizona Child Fatality Review Team report released this month. The increase pushed the state's infant mortality rate above the national average, with six deaths in every 1,000 live births. From KJZZ in Phoenix, Catherine Davis-Young has more. Dr. Mary Rimza, chair of the Arizona Child Fatality Review Team, says an increase in suffocation deaths contributed to the rise. They almost always happen when a child's been put to bed in an unsafe sleep environment. They should always go to sleep alone on their back and in a crib. The report shows major racial disparities in some categories of child deaths and it points out one of the biggest risk factors for child death is poverty. The report's authors recommend Arizona lawmakers invest more in programs for families including affordable housing, food assistance, and child care. Catherine Davis-Young, KJZZ News, Phoenix. The Centers for Disease Control report the national rate of vaccine exemptions among kindergartners is at 3%, the highest ever. CDC data also shows exemptions in Arizona trending higher, even before the pandemic. Just over 7% of Arizona's kindergartners were exempted from commonly required vaccines in the most recent school year. Former public health official and current consultant Dr. Bob England says Arizona has trended higher for years, even before vaccine hesitancy brought on by the pandemic. Arizona Attorney General Chris Mays called for an emergency meeting of the state's Civil Rights Advisory Board yesterday to explore ways to combat a rise in hate crimes. Mays called for the meeting to address what she called a recent surge in hate-based crimes and anti-Semitic crimes according to a statement from her office. The board heard from several people affected by alleged hate speech and anti-Semitism, including Ben Griffith, a Jewish student at Arizona State University. Griffith attended a meeting of ASU's undergraduate student government last week, dealing with a proposed Boycott, Divestment, and Sanctions resolution against Israel. The meeting had to be quickly adjourned, after someone threw rocks at a window to the room where it was being held, according to media reports. It's been six years since Bisbee's City Hall burnt down. This week, the mayor and city council approved, finally, a contract to rebuild the City Hall. Summer Hom reports. The $3.9 million contract gives the Tucson-based construction company BFL Construction 300 days to rebuild City Hall. City Attorney Joseph Estes said that with Council's approval, construction will begin within 90 days. It's a notable step forward after the city has bid, rebid, and rejected bids for the project that were close to $1 million over the budget for the project. Bisbee has received a little more than $2 million in insurance funds for the damage from the fire that destroyed City Hall. In Bisbee, I'm Summer Hom, AZPM News. Snow is the lifeblood of the Colorado River, but as Alex Hager tells us from KUNC Radio, it's off to a slow start this season. Two-thirds of the Colorado River's water starts as snow in the state of Colorado, where the wettest regions have about 60% as much snow as normal for this time of year. The southwest part of the state is at just 20% of normal. Numbers in Utah are similar, where meager precipitation has left every region in the state with less than half of average snow totals for late November. Some parts of Utah haven't seen any. That's also forced ski resorts to push back opening dates. Wyoming and New Mexico are also fairly dry, with less than 40% of normal snow totals in most mountain areas. The good news? There's still plenty of time to close the gap. Snowpack in the Colorado River Basin doesn't usually peak until March or even April. I'm Alex Hager. Sedona is offering homeowners a way to prevent their home from being used for short-term rentals, even after they've sold the property. Michelle Marisco has the story. About one in six homes in Sedona is a short-term rental, and the city says that's changing the face of neighborhoods. Shannon Boone is Sedona's housing manager. Essentially, Airbnb's other short-term rental platforms have doubled the number of tourist rooms in the city. Arizona laws don't allow the city to do anything about it. But you can. If the property sells, the deed restriction renews and stays with the property for 49 years. We explain that, you know, potentially your property could be worth more as a short-term rental, but if you want to restrict it from ever being a short-term rental, that's your right. After that, people are encouraged to speak with their descendants, their lawyers, or their real estate agents. The idea's provenance came from Vail, Colorado, which is outright paying for deed restrictions. In Flagstaff, I'm Echel Marisco. Travelers passing through Sky Harbor this Thanksgiving may see picket lines outside the airport. Hundreds of concession workers are on strike. The company SSP America employs about 400 servers, bartenders, baristas, cooks, and other workers across many Sky Harbor restaurants and concessions. Workers have become concerned their employer is shifting towards self-serve kiosks and QR codes. A union spokesperson says workers plan to continue striking at Sky Harbor throughout the holiday weekend. The company did not respond to a request for comment. Arizona Senator and former astronaut Mark Kelly visited Tucson's Air National Guard base to fly an F-16 fighter jet yesterday. Hannah Cree tells us more. Earlier this year, Kelly successfully lobbied the Department of Defense to approve the arrival of a small number of Ukrainian pilots to train on F-16s in Tucson. That was part of a joint effort with an Arizona economic coalition. The pilots recently began their training in October with the 162nd Wing, which is widely known for its international training expertise. The training is one of several efforts Arizona is making in securing an independent future for Ukraine after the war with Russia is over. I'm Hannah Curry, AZPM News. And that should catch you up on everything we've covered today at Arizona Public Media. Thanks for listening. When you can't catch our on-air newscasts, you can always get them here. Timely news on your time. We're going to take a longer-than-usual break to digest some turkey, but we'll be back next week after the holidays. I'm Steve Jess. Thanks for joining us.